When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Come on. Go. Hey guys, welcome to the Tapping Go. My name is Matt. My name's Freddie. Each week we bring you your rugby fix with interviews with past and present rugby professionals and we get their views on the latest sporting issues. Hey guys, today we're joined by an absolute giant of the game. This is one we're both excited for. He's known by multiple names, the magician, the CTO, the mint social names James Haskell or the CEO of Clapham and arguably he's got the best set of hands that South London Div 5 has ever seen. He's the captain of the Clapham Falcons. That's right, it's the one and only Archie Curzon. How are you buddy? Mate, that is a decent introduction. I'm going to get that recorded. That could be my ringtone. I like that. <laughs> oh, for sure. So I guess we're just coming out of lockdown. What have you been doing to keep busy for a few months? Um, mate, I've just been doing a lot of fitness, keeping the rig uh, ticking over. Um, I'm really into my CrossFit. Um, anyone that knows me knows that I love F45. I love, uh, I've got a CrossFit team called the Chassis Monsters. So just been doing a lot of home workouts. I, I invested in a, quite a lot of kettlebells. Um, I've probably got more kettlebells than most gyms, uh, but that's just the kind of fun I have. And uh, yeah, I've been working quite hard, keeping the economy afloat and eating well, sleeping well, just, um, just running the show really from, from AC Limited headquarters. Um, you know, I obviously work in the city, so I've got my job in the day at night time. Well, in the morning, I'm obviously fitness, lunchtime, I'm fitness. Then evening after work, I'll, I'll sort of tend to my duties as CEO of Clapham. Uh, just make sure that people were abiding to the social distancing rules. I was monitoring the, the Clapham Common, making sure that no sort of wobbly fat chassis were uh, running around the Common with their tops off and um, just making sure that if there were some seriously good rigs out there working out, I'd go and just give them some um, confidence boosts, you know, just say, mate, you're doing really, really well, really like your golf swing if they're playing golf in the common, or mate, you're doing really good with those TRX uh, pull-ups, really enjoy them, keep them coming, and uh, take that wife beater off, get your whole chassis out, <laughs> that kind of stuff. So obviously Clapham Common did make the headlines for during lockdown. There were a lot of people who weren't abiding by the rules. Obviously, the CEO of Clapham, how yeah. do you go about trying to 
control that. Yeah, it's just it's disappointing. I talked to uh, the, one of uh, my direct reports in Clapham North, who sort of runs the, the press for our Clapham. Uh, but it's difficult, you know, when you've got so many beautiful people living in one area. It's very hard for uh, everyone to you know abide to the social distance rules, and then you've also got an area where a lot of people enjoy lash. And you can say to people, listen, stay indoors, don't lash outdoors for one month, that's fine. But when you're saying 12 weeks, don't go outside, don't get your chassis tanned, and don't, don't take any whispering angels to the common, you're gonna have, very, you know, going to have great difficulty in Clapham. Uh, and so, look, at the end of the day, uh, we did what was natural to us. We just went out there and enjoyed, enjoyed the sun, enjoyed the lash, and enjoyed opposite and same sexes, you know? Whatever's, whatever's your bag. Obviously, you're also a phenomenal fly half for Clapham Falcon. So a little bit, how's your season yeah. been going? Uh, well, the season's come to an end. Um, I'm, I would say I'm not just the best fly half for Clapham Falcon. It's probably the best fly half in Clapham. Probably Southwest. I'm just going to put it out there. Um, yeah, it's, it's been good. I've been keeping myself in great shape. Who knows? Potentially, there could be something coming with, with Quinns. They might need me to come and, and sort of help them with the last bit of the season but I can't really talk about that right now unfortunately otherwise uh, get in a lot of trouble but uh, Kersey who's a very good friend of mine he's uh, you know he's keen for me to come not just for the rugby side but for the for the banter side because I've just got so much chat that I think the boys would really appreciate it oh, for sure so we've had some guests who've talked about I guess their pre-match routine do you have like a ritual or like wait a, who, have you, who else has been on this podcast just so I know uh, so talking Clive about. Woodward Hugo Monnier Henry Hutchinson uh, I thought you. I once saw Clive I once I, I, I kind of once thought I saw Clive Woodward on Clapham Common a while back and I was doing some spiral kicking and I, I absolutely smashed one right <laughs> next to what I thought was Clive Woodward but it was just a very very old guy with no hair <laughs> uh, which is really unfortunate. But okay, Hugo Monier, yeah, great guy. This sounds like coming I mean, good company. Okay, sorry, carry on. Just interested. Sure. Pre-match routine. Have you got? Have you got one? Um, pre-match routine. Great question. I don't really have one as much. My my motto is look good, play good. Normally in the mornings, I sort of wake up. I will, you know, I'll shave my whole body before a game. I will. Uh, shower i'll do my press ups i'll talk to myself in the mirror i'm all about sort of self-motivation you know i normally spend a lot of time in the mirror just saying you know you're 10 you run the line uh you're a great guy uh, don't don't worry about what everyone else says about you that kind of stuff and um and i just go into the game full of confidence i don't believe in superstition you know i'm i'm a guy about his hard work um, and it will deliver the goods you know in the city you know i smash the fucking phones and they that that produces the deals. You know, you've got to be in it to win it. Yeah. And so obviously Clapham Falcons, Putney Pirates, the local derby. In a typical yeah, yeah. week in a typical week building up to that match, what sort of goes on? Mate, a lot of a lot of banter. A lot of banter. Uh, from our side and a lot of shit chat from their side. Um, can't stand anyone that lives in Putney. Um, mainly it's a lot of guys who play the guys who play for Putney Pirates, okay. There's a few guys in there who are doing pretty well, got some pretty good basic salaries. Uh, but then there are a lot of guys in there that I suspect are hockey boys in disguise. Uh, they're really skinny. They've got, they've not really put any time in the gym. They're just, you know, skinny stacked like a Pradlock. And uh, we normally have a lot of chat to them. Just say like, it, you know, you're shit. That kind of great chat. Uh, 
and they will sort of, you know, they'll say things about me, send out photos. You know, in the past they've sent out photos. That, by the way, if you see them, they're not me. Okay, I'm, I'm not that. You know, I'm well endowed. You know, I don't care what. It's a complete joke what they've sent out in the past. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot of, there's a lot of rivalry, and it's fierce out there. It's fierce. You know, when we go in there, uh, it, it's hard to control emotions. It's a big derby, and you know. Um, you know, a few years ago, um, I was saying um, I was looking to get on the property market, but unfortunately, my father um, he didn't have enough money for what we were really looking for at the time. Uh, but the estate agent I was using uh, happened to be playing for the Putney Pirate. I didn't know that until the game day, and I had to put friendship aside. And I just was looking forward to fucking spear tackling the guy. Unfortunately, he was a prop. Um, <laughs> he was he was pretty heavy. Uh, but uh, yeah so it's intense guys I'm, you know I'm not going to say it's very much like uh, AC Milan versus Milan Man City versus United you know it's the big derby people love it and you know when you get the, when you get the victory it, it's a seriously big lash <laughs> some of the biggest I'm sure so I guess like some of the big clubs around the world they have like an initiation or like a process for your first cap does a clapping yeah 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 yeah, we, we've got quite a simple one at the Cabin Falcons. Um, we do, well, first and foremost, it's a toothbrush up the bottom and you sing the, the, the national anthem and you neck uh, two or three pints of Guinness, uh, depending on you know, what kind of chassis you've got. Uh, and then everyone does a bum funnel. It's where each, um, each member of the rugby club will come past and they, we, he'll take his trousers down, open his arse cheeks and they will pour down... Uh, a bit of their pint into the new person's mouth. Uh, so it's about 20 bum funnels and then you're good to go. Uh, there's obviously on the night, you will be de-bagged. <laughs> but that's not even about initiation. That just happens when we're out on the lash. Um, so speaking about the Clapham Falcons, if, yeah. if you're talking to, say, an 18-year-old who's looking to get into rugby, how good a place is semi-professional rugby in South London as a starting block to go up to bigger and better places? I mean, it's difficult because I'd say if you join the Clapham Falcons, you've really hit the limit. Uh, I mean, a lot of people say, well, I want to go on to pro. Once you play for the Falcons, you probably would because what you get is you get professional style of rugby, but you also get like a professional style of chat that you wouldn't get in the professional game. You know, the banter is just flying around. Our WhatsApp group is just so funny. There's so many good little gifts from everyone. It's Honestly, it's one of my favourite WhatsApp groups, apart from the City Slickers, which is my other WhatsApp group I'm in with, with a couple of guys who work in the city or on some serious coin. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd say to any 18-year-old, if you want to come to Clapham Falcons, then you know, you've, got to, you've got to have the chat. Um, you've got to be able to play. Um, and it's a, great, it's a great place to do business development as well. You know, I do a lot of business with the guys in the, in, in the club. So it's, it's brilliant. It's um, it's a home from home for me. Um, I look at I look at those guys and they're like my brothers. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. So I guess, I guess I actually, we... I actually get on work better with them than I do my brother. <laughs> yeah. Understandable. So I guess like England recently announced that they're going to be switching over to Umbro, so all the new kit will be made from Umbro. What are your thoughts yeah. on this? Well, guys, I'm disgusted. <laughs> uh, it's it's. It's almost like they are welcoming guys who like to go to family weddings in grey suits and brown shoes. Um, there are, it, it's, it, it just contradicts what rugby's about, you know. 
rugby's about you know good guys or good basic salaries who went to good schools who like skiing who like bad lobo you know getting on the lash and umbro just opens it up to a whole new sort of demographic i mean i don't know what they're trying to do i don't know if they're trying to open it up it's it's ridiculous i mean i i thought umbro was for people who played football uh, to be honest or people who who worked in um in shops that sell holidays if you if you catch my trip yeah no i got you um so obviously people people who work in flight centers <laughs> So obviously in the Six Nations this year, there was the incident with Joe Marler. I was wondering what your take on that was. Uh, look, I'm, I'm all for ball grabbing, uh, not just on the rugby pitch, but off the rugby pitch as well. I think it's just plain good bants. Um, it's great chat. I, I, I had a teacher at school called Mr. Matthews who used to do it to me all the time. And it was just so funny. It really was. It was just such good banter. And actually, he's the guy that really got me into that kind of banter. And yeah, it was just great. I'd come down in the morning for breakfast and he'd give me a ball grab. And I'd be like, at first I was shocked, obviously, initially. But then he was like, banter. And I was like, right, I get you. Okay, good stuff. That's an interesting concept. Um, so moving on. So if you, we were to give you the opportunity to have a dinner party with whoever you want, you get six names. Yeah. Who's, who's going to be on that table? Great question. Uh, I'd say first, first, first name on that is my dad. My dad's my best friend. Uh, I really, really love my dad. Uh, I haven't managed to see him the whole of this lockdown, so I haven't seen him for four months. Is that his um, choice? He's currently or... Pardon? Is that his choice or yours? Uh, well, it's, it's both ours. It's really complicated because my whole family were there for lockdown. Uh, my stepbrother, my two stepsisters, and their families as well. Uh, but he... He just said it would be too busy with me being there and their kids. And, and my stepbrother had his best friend and his family staying there as well. So it was, it was really complicated. And now they're all in, they're having a great, they're all in France at the moment. Uh, they've all travelled out for a couple of weeks there. And they're having a great time. Uh, just unfortunately, dates didn't work for me. Um, but so my dad, he's a great guy. He's an inspirational, amazing businessman. You know, he made all his money in when he was in his late 30s. Um, very fortunately, both his parents died in a car crash, so he inherited quite a lot. Um, and then um, I would say James Haskell, the fridge, one of my best friends. Uh, he'd be there. He'd, he'd be able to put on the music afterwards, and we'd be able to talk CrossFit, rugby, and just bands. You know, it, those are three things I love. Uh, Benders. Benders is, uh, again, a guy that I've taught a lot of stuff to and helped his career immensely. Uh, and he'd probably be jealous if he wasn't invited, he'd be like, mate, why have you not invited me? So I'd, I'd get him there. Um, just trying to think who else would I want to be? Um, probably mm, just trying to think. Uh, I would say my, one of my really good mates from school, Buzzy B. Uh, Buzzy B, I went on my gap here with. Really good guy. Haven't seen him for years. So it'd be good to catch up with him. Good to catch up with him. I think he's married now with kids, so he's doing you know, bloody well. He uh, lives down in Norfolk. He's in, looks after an estate down there, so doing really well. Uh, and then I'd probably have someone like um, Alan Sugar. Just you know, I, I need someone to chat business with, uh, and he's someone I've always been keen to try and business develop a little bit and try and do some business with. So I'd use this opportunity to impress him, you know, with my, and my dad would be there backing me up and then you know to show him that i'm friends with james haskell and nick abendanon um 
and, and also Buzzy B is just a real good laugh. So he, you know, he could be getting in the mixer. Uh, and then I should probably have um, a woman because, yeah. you know, it shouldn't just be like a boys club. This is not, you know, uh, the Bullington club. You know, I'm not, I'm not that way in point. I'm all about women's rights. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just have, I'd probably have Kelly Brook, but not now Kelly Brook. Kelly Brook about, you know, 15 years ago where she, her body was unbelievably hot. So yeah, so the, the old young Kelly Brook, uh, yeah. not old Kelly Brook, and she'd just be there. Um, and you know, I just want to say I'm a massive fan of women's rights. So I don't want you to get my wrong, but she'd be great eye candy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You talk about your friendship there with James Haskell. Have you? So obviously his MMA fight is now being rescheduled. You helping him with fitness? I, I can imagine you being quite good to sort of morale boost. I, I I offered, but he he's declined. Uh, he, he actually wrote me a lovely message just saying, mate, you, you've got too much, too much uh, banter. Uh, he didn't say that. He said, you've got too much time in your hands. Please stop. But I, I read it as he's got, you've got too much banter. Like, please stop. Uh, so, yeah, not, not helping him, but wishing the best of luck. I will. I'm sure he will send me a ticket. I'll, um, I should get on that and ask him. But, yeah, I, I can't wait to see him fight. He's a great guy. Um, I love Fridge. And I'm working on quite a lot of um, TV shows with him. Um, you know, well, not with him, but so I'm, I'm pitching to Dave about TV shows that would be me and ba- me and uh, Hask having a good time. Mm. I guess something we're all missing is like outings to rugby stadiums like Twickenham. What's a typical sort of outing yeah. for you to Twickenham? <sighs> oh, um, it's it's like going to church, guys. It, for me, it's a it's a real, real. I mean, I'm not religious, but if I was religious, it would be like going to church. Um, I, my only religion, I guess, is rugby, and I, I go to Twickenham to um, lash to the gods. Um, so I, I, I mean, normally I just go there, and I'm on Guinness all day. You know, I get up in the morning. I, I normally get on the train from Clapham Common to uh, sorry from Clapham Junction to Twickenham. I normally sing like um, Swing Low, Sweet Chariot at least, at least, I think my record's 20 times, but at least 15 times. And everybody loves it. I'm already, I'm already chewing down a few, uh, chopping a few Guinnesses down, singing it. And they absolutely love it. They just, all, the whole crowd just enjoy it. I get there, I chop more Guinness. And uh, yeah, I just, I just go through the day chopping beers. I, when I'm in the stadium, I'm also, because I've got a great intellect of rugby, I will also tell people around me who are not necessarily I know, but I'll just tell them, you know, about the game. I'll just point out things. Or, you know, I'll let the referee know. Obviously, sometimes the referee can't hear me, but I'll just make sure everyone around me knows that the referee might have got a decision wrong. Uh, but it's great fun. Love Twickers. Uh, it would, it'd be great if they did, like, a club night at Twickenham. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That's a business idea there, actually. Yeah. Don't steal that. Don't <laughs> steal that, guys. Got it. Um, you talk about Swing Low Sweet Chariot. There is that your favourite rugby chant of them all, or is there is there any others which? I lo- I love the song uh, More Lash, 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 More Lash. Oh, you don't hear that twinkling very much. More Lash, 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 More Lash. More lash, more lash. Done. <laughs> um, so oh, I like lash, 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 
Lash, lash, lash, lash, lash, lash, lash, any of those. That's a little bit of a, um, a tinkling one. Because I don't even realize the third song I sang had no more. It was just yeah. lash. Yeah, yeah. Straight down to the basics. So you not, actually normally you sing lash first and then you sing more lash afterwards. Got it. Because you would have had a bit of lash and then you want some more lash. And, and that song, More Lash, is really good to sing when you finish clubbing because you're like heading home or oh, lash. It doesn't work by yourself. I, I have tried it by myself, <laughs> walking back from Inferno's. It's better when you're in a group. Okay. Yeah, thanks for the tip. Um, so if we gave you the opportunity to name a sevens team with rugby players, professional rugby players with the best chat, who would, do you think is going to be making that, making that side? Uh, do, do, they have to be, do they have to be playing now? No, they can retired. Okay. Uh, Hask, Kersey, me. Uh, yeah. That would be, well, I, I'm not going to give positions. Benders. No, uh, um, who else? Uh, Dozer. Dozer's got some pretty good chat. He's been on the pod recently. Really good guy. Uh, Jim Hamilton. What am I on now? Six? That's six. Five? Six. One more. Um, uh, what would I say? Uh, Stuart Barnes, uh, he's got shit chat, but he'd just be great to be around so we can all abuse him. <laughs> you've, always, you've always got to have one guy in your rugby team you abuse. Yeah. Um, like we've got a guy in our team called Weta, and we abuse the. We honestly, we just. We, it, it's sort of on the verge of bullying, but like really funny bullying. Like he's he's obese, he's he's completely overweight, and we'll just say stuff to him like "fat, you're fat, you're fat." It, basically, I don't know if you realize a lot of my songs have the same um, tune. Yeah. But one of the favorite songs I just sing to him: "You're fat, you're fat, you're fat, you're fat, you're fat, you're fat." And at the end, I just say, "Mate, you, you, I can't believe you're divorced. You are never going to find a, another girl, well, you know, wife or girlfriend." And he just loves that kind of chat. He really, you should see his face. He absolutely loves it. But that's rugby banter for you guys. So none of the current England lads make it into that. Not enough chat at the moment. Sorry? In the current England side, there's not much chat. No, unfortunately not. Well, when you have people like George Ford and uh, Owen Farrell, who have really boring haircuts and talk, um, I actually have a recording of, I have all the recordings of George Ford and Owen Farrell talking after games, and that helps me go to sleep. Um, <laughs> are, it's dry. It's dry. Poor guys. Great rugby players, but uh, they're lacking in the chat department. And... Hopefully one day, uh, fingers crossed, um, you know, we'll see a fly half who's got some chat or some, you know, something about them. Uh, unfortunately, we've got two guys who look like Lego men out there, just sort of kicking the ball, you know, looking pretty angry. Like, I'd love to see them both with a, with a beer in their hands, preferably before the match, just for a bit of chat. I'm sure you obviously watched the final in November. I'm not sure how much of the day you probably remember by the sounds of things, but um, where do you think yeah, it was wrong there? there? Just the chat department, you know, you've got to, you've got to have, you know, they were two, they were two like robots out there. You've got to have a bit, if you had someone like Hask in there, he would have said, listen, guys, yeah, sometimes when we play, uh, I'll say to the guys, listen, forget about what we've done in training. You just got to play heads up rugby. It's all, it's not about your physicality. It's not about your left hand pad pass. It's all about that. It's all about that. Just communication. Right, guys, we're 10 points down. What we're going to do, obviously, give the ball to me, guys, and just watch me, watch me work. But listen to my chat. Listen to my chat. 
listen to what I'm saying. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cross build kit. I'm actually not, but I'm saying cross build kit. That kind of stuff. And I think that's where England went wrong. Um, also, Saka, fucking good. I don't know. <laughs> right, just before we finish, I've got one more question for you. I think it's probably gonna be quite a tough one for you. Soho Farmhouse or the Ned? Oh, sorry, just spat there because I was quite offended. It's not a tough choice. It's uh, it's the Ned. The Ned is is the Ned is uh, the Ned is great for lash, um, but also you can get business done. And those are those are two of my top five things I like to do: lash and business. In Soho Farmhouse, um, unfortunately, there's quite a lot of um, labour supporters there. Um, you know these sort of Jeremy Corbyn uh, like you know people who like Jeremy Corbyn so I um, yeah not not for me I know Hasp likes going there but I think they they pay him to go there to DJ um, if they obviously if so House are listening to this podcast um, yeah more than welcome to come and do a, uh, you know a talk on just fitness or whatever um, just let me know but yeah uh, always the Ned love the Ned um, love showing people my Ned membership. And if I don't have my Ned membership on me, I love telling people I'm a member of the Ned. I'm telling you now, I'm a member of the Ned. I'm telling your listeners, <laughs> guys, got I'm it, a man. member of the Ned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow me on LinkedIn. We can, we, can, we can have a little luncheon at the Ned. And there are eight different restaurants there. Eight different restaurants. <laughs> and a rooftop with a swimming pool. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, sure. So I guess one question that we ask all our guests is their favourite moment. So what's your favourite moment in your long, illustrious career? Um, I, great question. Uh, I'm still very concerned about the, the curtains, uh, behind you. It does look like you have been, uh, maybe partaking in some sort of uh, drug taking behind you. Uh, but anyway, um, uh, my favorite moment, uh, probably I've got to say, if I'm being totally honest, my debut for the Clapham Falcons, I just love doing 20 bum funnels. I sometimes, I, I still now, sometimes, every once in a while, I say to everyone, right, get your bums out. We're doing bum final time. And, you know, I'll just get everyone to do bum. So, yeah, any, any, that my debut was pretty magical. What was your um, debut like on the I, pitch? Pardon? On the, on the pitch, how did your debut go? Oh, yeah, fantastic. I don't think I've ever had a bad game for the Clapham Falcons, funny enough. Uh, yeah, I was, I was I, I'm an incredibly gifted fly half. Um, it's almost like I've got wind mirrors. I can see all around me. It's it's quite incredible. I I could have gone down the pro route. I don't know if I've told many people that, but I could have. But unfortunately, there is too much bans to be had in the semi pro league. So I'm sticking with it. Plus, I've got a very hefty basic salary in the city. So <laughs> you know, I've got a lustrous career to come from that. But I've signed a pl- four plus one with the Clapham Falcons. So I've got another five years of playing rugby. Amazing. Well, Archie, I'd just like to say thank you very much for taking your time out to come join us. One thing we promise on the Tap and Go is to bring our listeners all aspects of rugby, and you've definitely shone a new light today. So thank you. I, I'd, ima- I'd imagine so. Probably, probably the best podcast you've had, po- <laughs> podcast guest, considering you've had Clive Woodward. Uh, he must have been stiff. Uh, but yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for having me. I really, really, really enjoy it. It's, um, it's great. To- I- I'm slightly concerned about one of the, the guy, the guy in the white t-shirt. What's your name? Matt. Matt. Yeah. Your haircut is, uh, it's, it's very edgy. <laughs> very edgy. Uh, it just needs to grow out a little bit on the sides. Yeah. 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 Interesting. <laughs> uh, but okay. Anyway, listen guys, thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate it. Uh, let me know when you want me to come on. 
again, you know, yes. if anyone wants more Might try and get you and Hask on together next time. That would be brilliant. And what you should do is then charge your listeners to listen to it and then yeah. give us a cut. I'm sure if you yeah. ask James Haskell about that, I'm sure he'd be very keen. Let's do it. <laughs> Cheers, Cheers guys. And we're going. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.